Welcome to the Proven Not Perfect podcast. Tune up, spring tune up on values-based living and leadership. I am Chantra Powell. I am fearless. I am learning. And there are three things that I'm holding myself accountable to. Pushing past my fears and continually learning by sharing discovery of self with others via this mission of self-actualization. Borrowing from others' experiences, ideas, passions, and lending it to others at the same time because I believe in that two-way exchange. And building a movement, energized, thoughtful, visionary leaders who have given up a quest for perfection and replaced it with a journey of love for self and others, patience and joy. I am high integrity. I choose to be, I work to be. I am strong with my values and I am committed. This is proven not perfect. So back in 2020, um, right around the September timeframe, I started to gain a whole lot of clarity around the seasonal shift for me and the opportunity for me to step up, step to the plate, stop hiding, and to pick up this book where I left off. But this time, instead of in words uh, that you read through, do it in words that you experience um, as it works for you, quite frankly. One of the things that you will have noted if you've read the book is that I'm really, really clear that we are busy. We have so much going on and the last thing we need is one more thing to burden us with a have to do. And I have to do now. So the purpose and point of Proven Not Perfect this movement is that you pick it up when it works for you. You listen to the bits that work for you. You pet aside the bits that don't work for you and you share it with others because that's what this is about. This is about selflessness, self-actualization. Again, we borrow and we lend. So three things that I want to talk to you about in this first podcast, number one, um, under the, the guise of the spring tune-up. I want to talk about restoration, I want to talk about vision, and I want to talk about action with intention. Again, restoration, vision, and action with intention. Now, why am I beginning um, this series with the spring tune-up? Well, you know, like most of us, um, going through the depth of winter, um, can bog us down. And that is both seasonally and metaphorically, right, y'all? And we've all come through a really heavy, heavy season um, in 2020, where whether it was true winter or whether it was metaphorical winter, um, you f- probably found that you went inside more than you went outside. Think about that for a second. You went inside more than you went outside. So in going inside, we can do one of two things. We can find ourselves in a place of um, real self-exploration, we can find ourselves 
in a place of contemplation. We can find ourselves in a place in some instances of isolation, right? And I don't mean to say these things as if they are all incredibly negative because I don't really believe that. But I do believe that there's a bit of a coming out party that comes when the season begins to shift. And you go from being so internally focused to now ready and willing to explore outside of oneself. To me, that's what spring connotes. It's this, it's this opportunity to go external, outside of ourself. Now, for those of us that are really mindful, we're gonna take some new bits with us as we go to the outside. Because when we were inside, when we were internally focused, we reflected on some things that we particularly liked about ourselves and we reflected on some things that we thought, man, I can work on that and I can work that out, right? But nonetheless, when that beckoning of the bird starts chirping and the days start getting longer and the heat on my skin becomes more clear than the cold air on my skin, you begin to get invited to come out to go outside, to be externally focused. And so in doing so, I think we will serve ourselves to do so with intention. You know, I'm gonna gonna think about it this way, or at least I'm gonna share it with you this way. Think of a butterfly. So you've got this butterfly that, um, you know, started as a cocoon and very internal, very much preparing, very much getting ready. I would imagine that in that cocoon, that butterfly is being perfected to deal with all of the elements that they're going to meet when they come out, right? Um, Everything is being perfected in that cocoon. And then when they come out, There is an intention about how those things are placed. There's an intention about how that butterfly flies. There's an intention about the beauty of that butterfly. And there's an intention about the purpose of that butterfly. That's what I think is important and sometimes we miss when we jump into our external spring-guided selves without intention. So restoration, first of all, you got to tell the truth. You got to be truthful. You got to put your own ego in check and be clear that we get tired. (laughs) Even though we've been resting all through the season, right? Sometimes metaphorically, we've been resting Um, But when that sun comes out, you can almost get so swept up in the energy and the movement of this new season that you forget that even though the sun stays up until 8 o'clock p.m., you're tired still at 5 o'clock p.m. So what are you going to do? What are you going to purposely action to make sure that At 5 o'clock p.m., you allow your body to rest, to shut down, and to be where it needs to be. I think it's putting our ego in check. 
Because it takes a heck of an ego to believe that just because three extra hours of sunlight came meant that you are so bad, you are so bold, that you can put three extra hours of work in without any pouring back into your own personal vessel. Wow, guys. Seriously? Seriously? You're that ego-driven? Okay, got you. Because I know you. I am too. But... I am putting myself in check and I'm asking you to do the same. And now at five o'clock, when you decide that it's time to stop, and I'm saying five, y'all, it could be 12 noon, it could be whatever time it is for you, right? But at some point in that 12 plus hour day of doing all the productive things that you are doing, managing all the many productive things that you are managing, somewhere in that 12 hour day, you need to sit still. I said it, sit still. Not with intention of anything at that moment, just sit still. I would also say that as you move into this season of being externally driven and externally focused, setting a strategy for sitting still can be a day. I believe um, our Jewish brethren um, and friends call it Sabbath, right? I believe our Christian uh, brethren and friends do it the same. But finding that day, whatever that day is, to allow yourself to unplug and to just be. That doesn't mean that you're sitting you know, on your porch all day rocking. It doesn't mean that, but it does mean that you're allowing your mind the space to run freely. You're allowing your body the opportunity to rest because even though we are all in this motion and notion of exercise and it's so easy because you can jump out of your bed and get on your bike or do all the things right movement is good yes but pushing yourself exerting yourself sweating that can become a bit of an overkill and somewhat of an addiction for real if you're not careful So how do you make sure that you are sitting still and sitting in it, right? I would say that when you do sit still, when you do take that Sabbath moment, when you do take that rest, begin to ask yourself, what have I given up by not by moving so much? What have I given up by not paying attention? What have I given up by not being available? those questions to yourself and and write down your answer we all have them and if you do this on a periodic basis that works for you whether that is a daily morning ritual that you do to start your day whether that is a weekly ritual that you make a day within your week ask yourself the questions what have I given up And then ask yourself, am I okay with that? And if you're okay with it, keep going. All good. Maybe there's some things that you just needed to let go, let pass. But maybe there are things that because of the busyness and the movement and the inability of just sitting still and being available, you lost that you really need and you really choose to reclaim. All right, now we're going to move to vision. Vision 
um, quite frankly, is the, the thing that uh, keeps us forward moving, forward motion, right? Um, if you think you don't have one for yourself, if you think you can't see one for yourself, then I think you go back to number one, restoration. Because if you are not giving yourself that proper downtime, if you are not allowing yourself the ability to replenish and refuel, you will miss the vision. Because there's so much going on in between those ears of ours and just above our smile that you will just not even be able to sit still enough to hear it and to see it. So if you can't tell me what your vision is for yourself and for your foreseeable future um, that you would like to manifest, go back to number one. You're not ready for number two. But if you are here in number two with me, then now it's time to start to engage in that downtime, a very purposeful reflection. You want to spend some time thinking about past, acknowledging present, and seeing the future. And I would even say understanding the leaps of your own development between each of the three. Okay, who was I, right? Who am I and who will I become? And then between who was I and who am I, how much have I changed? Have I acknowledged that change? Have I said it out loud and manifested that I am different in these ways. And now, who am I? And who I choose to become? What are the three intentional things that I will adjust to get me to that next place? Check in with yourself after you write this down and make this your ritual during your morning restorative time or during your weekly restorative time? What's going to stay? Then I think thinking through, again, that future vision, are you positioned well? Are you in the right place that you need to be? Whether that is mindset, or whether that is a physical place. Are you where you need to be? And if you're not, what are you gonna have to change? What specific pivots are you being asked to make to get yourself to that next actualized place? And now once you've cleared through all of that, no excuses. First of all, you're going to have to forgive because if you're like me, when you start bringing up the things that you want to be and the things that you are and you start realizing the gap and you start attributing it sometimes to who you used to be, man, you can find yourself in a heck of a hole. But deep forgiveness of self is a step one. And then once you've forgiven yourself, let it go. Bye bye. Gone. 
And when it comes up again, because it will, because if you're like me, the stuff keeps coming back. Tell it you don't live here anymore. And then be free. Let yourself be free. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel shady. Don't feel fake or phony. Just let it be and be free. Now, now that you have focused on one, restoration, two, vision, the last thing that we're going to do is we're going to act moving forward with intention. Now, to think of three different things uh, that relate to acting with intention. The first thing is having a framework versus a plan. How many of you, like me, grew up in a situation where you know we were taught either by teachers or coaches or parents even um, or uh, mentors, whoever it was, that you know have a goal, set a plan, have a goal, set a plan. And then you started journeying through your life and you realized that your plans just never worked out the way you thought they should. And oftentimes you ended up in a better place because they did not. See, here's the thing. I believe that what's available to us is so vast and so big that there is absolutely no way that we could possibly understand how to write it all down and pin it in something as static as a plan. I believe it's dynamic. I believe it's in this movement and this motion and in this intentionality that we are able to allow our spirits to go and be where and what they are supposed to be based on what's available and our strong center grounding understanding and who we are and where we're headed. So for me, I want to change the phrase for my family from plan to framework. No where your values are. Let that be the foundation. Let everything that becomes a possibility for you be judged against your own values, your own integrity. And know that so clearly that when ideas or opportunities come forth, you can bump them up against. Does it fit my values and my personal integrity? And if the answer is yes, man, you're on. If the answer is no, well, then you've got something to think through, right? Um, The other thing aspect of a framework is that it allows us to go back to what I talked about um, in my prelude, which is backdrop. Environmentally, there are going to be things that are going on that you cannot control. That it just will happen. But how do you stay centered and focused? even as the backdrop around you is all over the place. And I believe that's the walls, okay? So you've got the foundation of values and integrity, and you've got the walls that protect you from the backdrop of what's happening around you to stay focused. And then I think it's agility. It's what's happening within this wonderful safe space that you've created for yourself. It's the ability to move and to adjust and to shift because you have a foundation and because you have the walls, you are able to stay in that frame, 
Notice I didn't say you have a ceiling. Hello, you do not have a ceiling. But you're able to stay in that frame and you're able to bob and weave and adjust and manifest as you need to so that you can keep going up and up and up and more and more and more. Foundation, strong values and integrity. Walls protecting you from the backdrop of the environmental things that are happening to stay focused in that lane and then nothing above you so that you can stay creative, you can stay open, and you can stay charging ahead. Tools. What kind of tools can kind of keep you in this headspace? Write, write, write. If, you don't, if you're not a writer, if you don't like your journal and your pen, type, type, type. If you're not a typer and you don't want to be trapped in your phone or your computer, record, record, record. But the point of the matter is hold your own self accountable by giving yourself something to visually hear or see that you told yourself you were going to manifest. And then the last thing I'm going to share with you is tap in, tune in. Do I feel peace? Is this bringing me joy? Am I giving peace? And am I delivering the basis of what can support someone else's joy? If the answer to any of those things isn't what you want it to be, when you tap, tap, tap in, well then you got work to do. And the beautiful part is I do too, because remember, I am learning and I am holding my own self accountable. And with this, I want to leave you with the lovely sounds that we began this tune up with Frankie, Beverly and Mays. We've gone from back in stride to now happy feelings. Enjoy the outtake of this amazing music. Let it sink in, soak in, go about your day, and I look forward to catching up with you in Proven Not Perfect, the podcast, in two more weeks. Take care, God bless, God keep, and God take you everywhere your heart and his intention desires for your life. Amen.
Thank you.